This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Jackie, why do you like therapy? I like therapy because uh, my brain is a jumbled mess and untangling it is really good for me as a human being, both for myself and others. But something that's unfortunate is that therapy isn't that accessible to everybody. Luckily now, there is an option like BetterHelp. We have technology. We can we can technology therapy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And special offer to Weighted Blanket Happy Hour listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash weighted blanket. That's better. H-E-L-P dot com slash weighted blanket. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Like we always say on this podcast, you got to feel it to heal it. Have we ever said that catchy tagline that you just came up with? I don't know. <laughs> Life gets hard sometimes, so grab your weighted blanket and let's talk about it back up where we left off so like uh-huh. not we cannot say i don't like the phrase not all fe- i don't like the phrase phrase all feelings are valid uh-huh. because it's too much of a blanket statement for me because if we say all feelings are valid then we say that like an abuser's anger is valid yeah you know and or like that like a, a person a narcissistic person trying to manipulate someone that those feelings are valid that they are like you know the, now, so that's why I, that's why I like to say like all feelings are true right. because that's the person's experience, but not all feelings are valid, meaning like good or productive or like should be honored because sometimes some people's feelings should not be honored. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Wait <laughs> Going right off the gate. Right out of the gate. Right here. out of the gate here. Uh, I am Jackie. I'm Julia. And we're here to talk about some real shit. My Wellbutrin dose from earlier today kicked in and I'm feeling much more normal. Oh, good. I, th- I ate that sandwich and I think it got things moving absorption wise. It was the cookie. A pot belly cookie is pot known cookie. for its antidepressant. <laughs> Grayson. Hi. Oh, there's a cat. How can I be depressed oh, when this little guy's here? He, and he loves you. He's a big boy. He loves you. He's going to be presenting his belly real soon to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Get over here with that shit. I love that. Now he's going to get the squirrel. So... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, how are you? I'm not, I'm, I'm good. You know, work is a, a shit show and... Um, but I'm taking care of myself. My butt's covered and um, taking care of my friends from work, too. And, um, yeah, I just I'm just so tired of living in strange. Like, I'm just so tired of always being on the verge of a recession or, you know, like crisis or something. I just I just want it to be like the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> the most traumatizing thing that happened was Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Simpler times. Simpler times. Someone said someone said that old Chinese curse in the in the in the early nineties about like may you live in interesting times and that's been our whole lives. It's too interesting. That is a Chinese curse, right? I don't know. I didn't get that wrong. I well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I really should guide okay, hold on. <laughs> Edit that out, future Jay, if that was racist. <laughs> Look into it, and if it was, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Chinese. Anyway, not the point. But yes, yeah, it's it's just, oh, it's weird because like, oh well, I got it through a pandemic with layoffs and mm-hmm. you know losing hours and stuff, so I'll get through if it happens again. But I would really rather not. Yeah, I'd love to be able to start accumulating wealth so I can buy things to contribute to society. Yeah. 
want it. I just want. I mean, did you know, this may be too much to ask for. I just want shit to be normal. I just want what? Like, what? what? I just I like I want to I want to live in boring times so that mm-hmm. I can make the times not boring and you know do art and shit. Yes. Yes, I would like to be the reason why things are not boring. Yeah, <laughs> not the fucking economy. Exactly, <laughs> it's it's too much. It's yeah. too much, man. Well, well, how do we how do we introduce today's topic today? Because um, oh, I know, we point at the cat and go, "There he is, the perfect man." <laughs> he pretty much is. Have you seen Have you seen that meme? Yes, the TikTok meme. Every time I hear it, I think of like my cat Bingley. I'm just like, "There he is, the perfect man. The perfect man wouldn't shit everywhere." <laughs> I don't know that reference, but it feels very true. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we should preface, too, that we know that we have male followers that listen to our podcast and are supportive and have, like, shown that they're supportive and allies to the cause. So when we talk about Mm -hmm. men... We we're we not, don't mean you. We don't mean you. Yeah. If you're listening, if you're listening to this and you're a fairly loyal listener, we probably don't mean you. Yeah. No. If yeah. If you're if you're looking into bettering yourself and you're men, you're improving your mental health and trying to grow as a person. Yeah. This is this not is, about this you. This is not about you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like speaking as like you're a, not men. You're, you're just a guy. You're just a dude. Um. <laughs> but yeah, like. Yeah, I'm talking about the the trauma, <laughs> the trauma, the drama and conflama of yeah. of dealing with men as a gender and our experiences. Yes. Because I will tell you, you guys kind of cause us a lot of anxiety sometimes. A lot of anxiety and for multiple different reasons and multiple multiple different categories. Grab your weighted blanket and let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, when I was just walking in my neighborhood in broad daylight, this dude came up behind me and just grabbed my ass. Yeah. And I, I screamed bloody murder at him and he was like shocked that, you know, I would do that. But I did that. Good it's, for you. I, I, you know, it's just fight or flight. <laughs> Always in fight. <laughs> Good. And he then I fight. noticed that he was following me and a neighbor like helped, helped, helped keep his distance while I called the police. And now like there's a whole court case, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's just, it's like, I just want to fucking walk mm-hmm. in my neighborhood in broad daylight and not have to be looking over my shoulder mm-hmm. to make sure that someone isn't like coming up behind me to touch me inappropriately. I would never, I don't care how hot the guy was. I would never think about like invading his personal space to touch a private part of yeah, his. No, because you're I would not a ne- psychopath. I would never do that. And so like, again, when I'm talking about this, <laughs> the the men that we're talking about, it's, it's, it's hard then, too, for me to be able to trust someone who's a man because the, the people that have hurt me in that way have been men. Yeah, well, because society conditions men to think of women's bodies as something that they are entitled to. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, yeah. you, femi- feminism has come a long way, but it's just, like, there's still so much disgusting sentiment and rhetoric that, like, women are second-class citizens and that, like, men have some sort of entitlement to a woman's time, uh, sexuality, yeah. what have you. And it comes out in the most insidious, like, teeny tiny ways. Yeah. You know, even if a dude is not, like, actively, like, uh, being, like, just full top-tier incel, then it's, you know, they, they, they do things like... They're, they, you know, flirt and they don't know when to stop. Or, like, there was some statistic <laughs> quoted to me recently about, like, 50% of men, whenever they hear, I, I probably am completely misquoting the statistic, but it was a statistic about how it when men hear women 
speak and state something as a fact, it is a, a very high percentage of them. Their first instinct is to argue. Ew. Because, because like, yeah. because it's like, well, that can't be right. Right. And, <laughs> and there's like professional situations where it's just like a woman who like knows her shit is getting, that's where mansplaining comes from. Is this, this yep. urge that men apparently have to like argue and be like, well, actually like this is the way it works is blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, you're talking to someone with a PhD in the thing that you're talking about. Yep. And it's, and it's very anxiety inducing in a lot of ways, yeah. particularly when it comes to like interpersonal relationships. Yep. Like romantically, particularly. Yep. Yeah, you're I'm I'm in the thick of it mm-hmm. right now. I yeah. mean, uh, I'd like to think that years of having to be out there in the field, I'm able to, you know, smell it just through like the texting phase. But then, you know, we meet in person and all of a sudden I'm explaining why, you know, there needs to be a financial feminist podcast. <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. Um, why do you care about like your gender? <laughs> oh, my God. I just. It's, oh, yeah, it's, you know, and, and then, like, you get into the whole, like, I don't, I don't know if, if you've experienced this, but, like, definitely when I was early dating and it was just, like, any guy who was cute that asked me out, I considered myself lucky mm. to be seeing someone because I didn't yet have my own self-worth established yet. And so, like, they would do something shitty, like, not text back, not follow up, not be consistent um, you know, not listen to me when I was saying, like, I don't like when I'm not hearing back from you after mm-hmm. a week yeah, or whatever. And then, you know, or just like, even like physical, like I realized that I, I didn't enjoy sex for a long time because I would just feel so uncomfortable mm-hmm. when it was happening. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, I'm just being awkward. I'm just being shy. I need to get over that because he's really into it. If he's really into it that I need to be matching that. And then it was like, no, mm-hmm. you weren't ready and you didn't know how to see that and then also how to vocalize it. Yeah, because they don't teach us jack shit. I no. will I will see your, uh, I if, if a dude asks me out, like I have to jump at every chance, I will see that and raise you an Oreo. I got told to my face multiple times that like, when I rejected some guy, it's like, well, he likes you. Shouldn't you like give him a chance? Oh, brother. It's like, well, shouldn't you like be happy that someone likes you? Do you know how fucked up that is to say to somebody? Okay, like when I broke up with um my ex who threw a book at me uh-huh. after talking about gun violence and I had a friend say like, oh, well, I'm sure he didn't mean it that way. Didn't mean it, didn't mean a book to your head. Right. In what, what that way. Right. Oh no, it was just a, it was just a like, uh, it was a nice book. Right. Like, <laughs> or like when I, my last relationship, I told a friend like what happened and she was like, oh, well, like, like, hopefully you didn't break up because of your sex life. And it was like, no, yeah. Well, it was because of the sex <laughs> life, but it was because of the way the, it was because of the way the sex life issue was handled. I think just as like a blanket, if someone's telling you like, hey, I broke up, it doesn't matter if they broke up because they wear the color pink. Mm-hmm. Like, just respect their decision. Yeah, yeah. To break up with someone, okay? Well, because the way the way I see it, if someone if someone's like, "Oh, we broke up because of this reason," and someone's like, "Well, that's not a very good reason to break up," it's like, well, there were probably other underlying reasons. Yeah, they're just not like they just don't want to get into all of it. Yeah. So it's just like just 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 trust that. Also, you there you have to have reasons to stay in the relationship, yes. not a quote unquote good enough reason to leave the relationship. Very true. Very true. And I have. I've, 
Yeah. That's what a relationship's for. What? Like. <laughs> it, I thought I thought relationships were just that my family would shut up about asking what I was doing with my life. Oh, my God. But it's like relationships are another huge source of, like, male-based anxiety because I have been through the gauntlet of, like, the thing that dudes do where they meet you and you put on this front of being the chill girl. Oh no. And he, and he's like, Oh my God. Like I meet this new girl I'm seeing. And she's so chill. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm chill. <laughs> I'm chill. <laughs> she lets me hear without condoms, man. She's so chill. Oh my God. Like, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> like whatever. I, not, I, I only did that once. Um, but like, it's okay if you did, yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's like, Oh man, and like she's like she's so chill and then you have this complex about like I have to be the chill girl so like I can't bring up any time that I like you know am having like an anxious moment or like my mental health's bad or like there's a legitimate issue that I want to talk to you about and I feel like I can't and then the dude puts you on this pedestal of she's the chill girl and he has this idealized version of you in his head where it's like this is the woman that I'm gonna like you know throw all my feelings at like she's a therapist mm-hmm. and but uh, like but the second that she you know has an anxiety day I'm gonna be all like this is weird this isn't like you and <laughs> yeah and then and then and it's just like well now you're being like a lot and I'm just like huh, huh, yeah huh, and then they and then they break up with you and it's stupid yeah yeah, I I, rec- I recall in my last relationship, you know, mm-hmm. being very open. Like, I am very open about my mental health and, like, sharing, like, what triggers it. And I know he's, ridic- he's ridiculous. He's just in a pretzel right now. He's begging for a belly rub. He's like, you Come don't want to touch men. You can touch me. Come here. Oh, my God. He's so, oh, God, I can't with cats. Mm-hmm. Um, Where was I? Where was I? Okay, yeah. And I would, like, I'd be like, hey, you know, like, I have some trauma. Mm-hmm. Because of that happens to be from men. So sometimes like I'm not going to be up for sex things or like I don't want you looking at me while I'm changing because I don't feel sexy in that moment. Mm -hmm. And for him, it was a like, when are you going to get over this? Like, how long are you going to be traumatized with this? And it's like, Mm -hmm. that's not how it works. That's not not really how that works. That's not really how that works. Um, You know, like I, I, I feel like like when I when I was last making out with a dude. Uh, I'm like, how vague can I make this? Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like there was a part of me that like, kind of like, like browned out from it almost mm-hmm. because it was just happening so fast. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that it was bad. And like, I was consenting to it, but in my, my brain had like this survival, like, what if he pushes this too far? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to say? Mm-hmm. Or like, you need to like, you know, and instead of enjoying the moment, mm-hmm. I was anxious about other things. And then like after it happened, I was like, why was I not actually enjoying? Oh, cause I was in survival mode. Yeah. That's some bullshit. That's a real thing. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and like the, the experiences. Well, and like, I, I hear someone listening to this and going like, well, maybe just don't date douchebags. But the thing, <laughs> the, the thing about it, and it's been on, it's been all over the internet and I will say it again. It's just like, you know, not all men, not all men, but enough men that we have to be vigilant about it yeah. so that we don't get murdered or Raped. assaulted. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And and just I I love seeing how my guy friends are really like, like, you know, they, they reach out to me to apologize what happened to me or even like, you know, this one guy that I was seeing years ago, you know, he he stealthed me. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like everyone should know what that 
that means, but you know, it's, it's covert condom removal. Yes. Yes. And I didn't even understand what was happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, and then years later learning that that is actually assault. Yeah. I got stealthed by a guy one time, a dude I thought who was like chill, like dude, I'd been like friends with hanging out with for like months. Yep. And like d- it happened. And I was like, dude, that's a form of assault. And he was just like, Psh, no, it's not. And I'm like, no, it is. And he was, he just was like, he just scoffed. Yeah. And I was like, well, my opinion of you has plummeted. Goodbye. Yeah. Um. So the, the, the guy who had stealthed me, I met him through a mutual friend and I'm still friends with that guy. And I was hanging out with him recently. I'm like, huh, have you, have you uh, heard from, from that, that walking STI waiting to happen? <laughs> <laughs> and, and my friend was like, oh no, I don't talk to him. He stealths girls. That's not cool. I'm not going to be friends with a guy like that. And I'm like, you mm. thank you and it's just but it's just like it makes i mean for me it's like my i and like you know i i haven't had i i have avoided violence in my interactions with men that i've been romantically involved with so i will say that i you know i've been fortunate in that case but for me it's just like you know the the psychological damage of all yeah. of the bullshit that like dudes have pulled on me in the past is enough to make me like not really want to date men anymore yeah and like I am bisexual, but I'm just like I don't know, man. Like I'm kind of like t- like men are like a six foot pole away. I mean, it's it's a moot point right now because I'm happily in a monogamous relationship with someone who's not a man. But like it's just I'm just like I don't know. I don't. I would need I would need to know that you have had some therapy, <laughs> and then I would need to have some therapy. Yeah, and we would need to figure out birth control because I can't be on hormonal birth control. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are hard convert those are hard mature conversations to have. Yeah. And it's so much easier to just be like, oh, I want to do things my way. Yeah. And there are enough people that will do things mm-hmm. someone else's way. I did it. I was in a very manipulative relationship in college and like bordering on emotional abuse. And it wasn't until I was out of it that I was like, oh, the way that he said, the way that he talked to me, the way that like that was not cool. And now if I'm with someone and they even joke Mm -hmm. about something like that, I have a moment of like, yeah, is this, is this a real thing? Is this a real thing? Do I have to take this seriously or? Well, that's the other thing. It's just like when you're the chill girl, then it's just like, you know, the, the, the dudes are just sort of like, oh, like, you know, you're, you're the chill girl, meaning you don't require that much of my attention. (laughs) And like my, listen. Listen, my current relationship has really raised the standards. You have to be so nice to me. Mm-hmm. You have to be fucking nice to me mm-hmm. because, like, I, I have, I, I have, I, I've gone from like zero affection to like affection, and yeah. I'm like, oh, um, I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just, it's there's so many in toxic, insidious ways that like. These, you know, patriarchal standards that, like, women have to be appeasing, that women have to, like, cater to to men and their emotions, that men, like, are, don't have to cater to women's emotions. And, like, we're, we're, we're doing the heteronormative talk here because um, probably a lot of these men that we're talking about don't really, quote unquote, believe that non-binary people exist. That too. Yeah. So, so like, you know, sorry to be excluding you non-binary folk, but it's because the dudes are excluding you. We only have half an hour, so. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's like, it's just. It's hard. It's, it's 
hard. It's hard. It's hard. And but then you know, I look at like my relationships with like my guy friends from work, and they're all they're all they're all they're all straight. They're all in relation like really beautiful, healthy relationships, and we're in great platonic. They're like brothers for me. Hmm. And and I just I look at those relationships, and I'm like like it is it is possible. It is possible to have a relationship with a man and trust them. And enjoy that relationship. Yeah, I know lots of great dudes. Yeah. I'm friends with a lot of great guys. Like, I know that, I know that it is possible for, you know, men, men to defeat their programming, just like we as women have to defeat our programming. Question your programming. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, go to therapy. Like, (laughs) just go to therapy. Talk to your female friends. Yeah. There was one guy on the apps. I don't know if we want to get into this. Oh my God. Tell me about it. But, uh. Apps Corner. I was apps cor- apps corner. Can we do a little little song? The little <laughs> apps corner. Do it in a post. apps corner with Julia. It's the shit. Um, <laughs> this guy. I was like, you know, what's your most controversial opinion? He's like, I believe in equality um, between you know in in a relationship. And I was like, oh, inter- like what do you what do you mean by that? He's like, well, I think that that girls and boys should both pay for dates. Sure. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I don't understand. Like why f- women who call themselves feminists want men to pay on the first date? Because it's like, a free oh, meal. Okay. Well, it's that, not that, <laughs> okay. One, that's a little serious. Two, like I was just like, I'm not gonna turn down a free meal. However, I do agree with going Dutch with you know in most situations. I do agree with that. But like the whole like, why are you a feminist? Then that's a little much. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, how many of your female friends did you actually share this opinion with and, and hear back from? Because I personally, I like when a guy, like for the first date, after the first date, like I, I'm happy to go Dutch, but for the first date, like again, Oh, see, <laughs> it, make, it makes me uncomfortable if someone tries to pay on the first date. If it's a bad first date, I will go Dutch. But if it's someone that I'm interested in, it's for me, it's a sign of like, I know that it took a lot for you to come out. I know it took a lot because men are the worst. Yeah. And you showed up smelling pretty. And like, Well, because in my in my uh, in my experience, it's been like, oh, it's OK. You'll get the next one. And it's just like, what if I don't fucking want the next one? <laughs> And it's just like, it's like, well, now you like, I I paid for it. So you owe me a second date kind of thing. Well, it's weird to assume anything when you're in the middle of a date. (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. But um, there was just something about like the way that he said it It is like, oh, like, how could you be a feminist and want someone to pay on the first? I'm like, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) What do you know about being a feminist, sir? I don't know that he knows a lot. What what women's march did you participate in (laughs) recently? Please tell me how I'm. A bad feminist because I like when men pay on the first date. Okay. <laughs> I like a free meal, therefore I'm a bad feminist. It's not even a free meal. Like men still make more than women yeah, on the dollar. Like like that, that's what it is. It's just like this is the this is the uh, separation of sexes tax. Pay for sure. my burger. Yeah, and I mean, I know you're not like into like hair and makeup and stuff, but like, you know, when I'm going out with someone that I like, I'm going to put in at least thirty to forty five minutes of effort into it. You know what a guy has to do? Throw on a shirt. Throw on a shirt, ruffle his hair, out the door. Yeah. Like, it's just, just, for me, it just, it shows a level of respect. And whether, like, we when we did it back in the day, it was, like, a man, like, you know, taking ownership or whatever. And now I see it more as, like, I understand that your walk of life is different. It may be a little more difficult than mine. Moscow Mule's on me. <laughs> legit. Legit, legit, legit. That's how I choose to see it. And yeah, respect. Happy to go Dutch mm-hmm. right after. But um, 
But yeah, it's it was just it was just that attitude, <laughs> that audacity. Well, and like I don't know about you, but like in the past when I've like you know gone out on dates dates with men, it's like it's that old statistic about like oh I'm going on a first date from like Tinder or whatever, and the guy is like most scared that like oh she won't like me, and the girl is most scared that he's gonna murder me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh huh, yeah. Every 100%. time, every time I have gone out on a date with a dude, I have been like, all right, we have to meet in a public place. I'm texted like this is what this is what this person looks like. Three of my friends. Yeah. Um. I like you know if I'm if I don't text you within two hours, like text me and make sure I'm okay. Yep. Every, every first date with dudes, first date with women and non-binary people. I'm like I'm going on a date. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just any it because just, if it, you have been raised as a cis, like het or het ish man, like it's like you just you have this. You have been given this toxic programming, and I don't know if you as a person yep. have worked to unravel that. Yep. Yep. And you can't really find out enough about that on a first date, too. And you definitely can't find enough about find out enough about that, like, through a dating app. Absolutely not. I was seeing this one guy for a while, and, like, the one, like, I, I was, like, looking, you know, through his, through his profile, and I was just like, hmm, is he a psychopath? No, <laughs> he has a dog. So, therefore, right. safe. Yes. Like, you know, it's like there are, we, have, we have these markers that we look for so that we don't get fucking murdered. Yes. Do you have friends in your pictures? Do you have pictures of your nieces and nephews? Mm-hmm. Like family, like hobbies. Cool. Anyone where it's just like a series of really bad selfies in your bathroom. I'm like, and to the left. Hold, <laughs> holding a fish. And to the left. I always love the ones where it's like they're holding a baby. And then in the bio, it's like, that's not my baby. <laughs> oh, my God. I Yeah. Well, I, I, we, and we I'm like, thank you for confirming that that's not your baby. We want to know. But and you just wanted to hold the baby for a phone. Yeah, <laughs> include well, that. If it makes you really mad about the, the the trend in the apps, the guys who talk about like you know like I, I like to work out and and I want someone who works out with me and mm-hmm. like being active is really important and I want someone to be really active with me and that's like for some that is their way of of weeding out women that they think are not uh, skinny mm-hmm. that are not attract like physically attractive to them. Yep. Uh, and that is so upsetting to me because like, you know, like I'm, I'm midsize, but like I can kick a 200 pound bag to the floor. Yeah. You know, and I, also it's just like, that's not like, you know, a gal can be like 225 and probably be in better shape than me. And like, you know, like run, run a bunch of fucking miles. I can barely run a mile. <laughs> I can bike, I can climb, I can crow. You would no, get you would get so red. I'm just imagining how red you'd get if you ran. I hate running so much. I know, it's the worst. Why so, you- so it's but like what I'm saying is that like like weight isn't even necessarily an indicator of yeah. whether or not that person likes exercise. But it's like a weird insidious way of like making your point that like I don't want to date you unless you fit this certain standard exactly. of beauty to me. And this is how I weed it out. It's double stupid. It's very stupid. It's, and because it's, it's not because it's not even accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's rooted in that toxic programming that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's, no, but it's a clear indicator for me, like, no, this is not going to be a person that I'm going to enjoy a conversation with. Goodbye. Yeah. And it will, and then there's also a difference between, like, you know, like, uh, putting information on a profile, like, oh, I'm kind of a health nut. Like, that's one thing. That's saying something totally. about you. Yes. But the whole, like, it's important to me that a girl likes working out. I'm like, shit. My 12-step skincare routine is important to me, but I'm not going to expect that. I'm not going to throw Korean face masks at you, Jared. Oh, you have crow's feet? I can't date you. You're you're old. (laughs) 
Oh my God. Well, I, I think we made our point that <laughs> not not all men suck, but just enough just, do. You know, like the, the the best the best thing that I have heard recently, and I'm thinking this a lot as like I'm getting back into dating and, and trying to learn to trust people, is that like trust has to be earned. Mm. Like yeah. vulnerability, it has to be earned. It's so easy to just trauma dump on anyone who looks like they're listening and nodding, and then you mm-hmm. know a couple of dates and you realize that they're manipulating you. Mm-hmm. Like it, it like trust with your body with like your emotions with your past Mm -hmm. that you can't just give it out to whoever because not everybody can be trusted with it what are what are what are some fun markers to look out for like folks who date men things that you can look out for like on the first date or within the first few conversations that are red flags um if he argues with you Mm -hmm. uh any form of mansplaining, particularly if you brought up the subject. Yes. If he talks about past relationships in a very negative light, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, oh, she was just crazy. She was a bitch or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, I kind of do that sometimes with mine, but I back it up with like, no, he actually wanted to start a lube empire. So <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how that's going. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, green flags, um, likes animals, asks you questions about your interests. Has a social life that they talk about, has passions, hobbies, likes their job. Mm-hmm. Just, just, you know, just, just talks about things that they like in general. It's not a whole, like, I hate this and I hate that and I hate yeah. that or whatever. Right. Um, you know, and someone who, like, is, is like, offers a little bit of vulnerability as mm-hmm. well. Like, yeah. if you talk about your past relationship and they do too, mm-hmm. that's a sign that that's someone that, that's, like, open and... You know, yeah. Wants to like, you know. Well, what do you have to say, Grayson? Grayson, what are your green flags? Yeah, <laughs> feeds me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> feeds me, buddy. Well, before he decides to go over and take a shit, what was <laughs> what was your uh, self care for the day? Sorry, being distracted oh. by cats. Oh my god. Um, my self care for the day was uh laughing at Winifred. While uh, she was, while the the maintenance workers were fixing, you know, fiddling with the kitchen, because she just was like running the fuck around, and and because everybody who comes to the apartment is there to see her, obviously. So it was just like it was her like sitting watching them, and then like going over and like batting at them for pets. <laughs> And it was like, and I kept having to like grab her and like throw her, but it was just so hilarious and it gave me serotonin. I love it. Uh, on the, on the cat theme, um, the other day when I got home, I had this, this back porch patio and I have a neighbor across the way and they have a cat and they kept the, the door open. So the cat was coming over to my side and I kept the screen door open and my cats got on the door looking at her and she's like looking at them and they're just like. And so I sent a picture to my neighbor and I was like, look, our cats are, are talking. And he's like, oh, that's not the first time that that my cats have been over there. And so he sent me pictures of like their other cat just hanging out Amazing. on my porch. And I'm just like, this is the most wholesome conversation. Mm-hmm. Two neighbors just talking and sharing about how they're how our cats want to be friends. Mm-hmm. This is the so like the sweetest thing so adorable. <laughs> that's ever happened. Ultimate green flag if if they're a cat dad. Yeah, for sure. Cat cat dad vibes. And cat cat dad gender neutral term. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I want a cat daddy for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean look at these boys. They're just starved for some male attention. <laughs> they need it. They do. They need a positive male role model in their life. Absolutely. 
No, yes. she's taking applications, folks. Yes, at Weighted Blanket. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, don't actually, don't do that. We had someone do that and it was weird. No, it was, it was endearing, but. Mm, are you sure about that? You know, I just, I don't shit where I eat. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now. Like the, the, the sentiment was appreciated, but it's a, it's a gentle no. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Also, how cool is it that I'm on the standout section in Hinge? Mm, oh my God. You. That's why, that's why I'm not getting any likes because yeah. <laughs> people are limited with the fucking roses gross. that they have. Yeah. Very gross. I need to take work. I need to put up worse pic- bad pictures, I guess. <laughs> is what I need to do. I'm too sexy. I'm too, I'm too, um, too hot and beautiful. I'm too ideal. Interesting. I'm too ideal. <laughs> oh my god. Well, before my my head gets any bigger than it already is, we just want everyone to stay safe, stay sane, and same time next week. 